Oh, brothers and sisters, welcome back from Thanksgiving break. It's good to see you. Uh, we'll be at full strength next week with everybody else who's traveling back. And happy Advent. Now what? What do we do with Advent? It's an important season. So what does the church ask us to do with Advent? How does the church ask us to engage it? Some people have different opinions about that. Some say it's a time of quiet waiting. Others, a kind of serene anticipation, obviously leading us to Christmas. All good and fine. So if that helps you, good. But let me offer this from our readings and also from our liturgy. That this season of Advent has a focused energy to it. So tonight's collect prayer, the prayer that nobody pays attention to except the priest, right? When the priest says, let us pray. And then you're all waiting for through Christ our Lord, God forever and ever. And then everyone says, amen. Okay, what did tonight's prayer offer? Grant your faithful, we pray, almighty God, the resolve to run forth to meet your Christ with righteous deeds at his coming. The resolve to run forth to meet your Christ. There's an energy there, a resolve, a resolution. To do what? To run, to move, to go forth to meet Jesus with righteous deeds. So this isn't so much a time of just waiting, doing nothing, letting the Lord come to us, but also a time of movement. The one who moves toward us, we also want to move toward. And we want to be resolved to do that. So this season is a time of great preparation. St. John Paul II has a great understanding of Advent. He said this, It is necessary to understand that the whole of our life must be an Advent, a vigilant awaiting of the final coming of Christ. The whole of our life, not just this time before Christmas. We're always waiting. We're always in vigil. Okay, we're attentive. But then he goes on. Advent is, so to speak, an intense training that directs us decisively toward him who already came, who will come, who comes continuously. I love that. Advent is an intense training that directs us decisively to Christ. So it's a time of intensity, a time of decision, a real movement toward Jesus, the one who came, the one who will come, the one who comes continuously toward us. And so we get these readings from the church. And the battle cry, certainly in the second reading and in the gospel, is stay awake, or maybe better yet, wake up. Wake up, church. Because it's so easy for our spirits to become drowsy. It's so easy to get lulled into either complacency or probably even worse and more common, a kind of indifference. Does any of this really matter? So the church knows that. It's, hard, it's part of our human nature. And the church gives us this particular season to say, wake up, be ready. Think, this is, what, this is what happens. You all had Thanksgiving feasts, okay? Perfect, great, wonderful. Great to be with your family, great to celebrate, great to have an abundance. We all have that. And then we all eat too much, 
And then what do we do? We go to sleep, right? You take the big Thanksgiving nap, which is a great gift, okay? Let's call that for what it is. But in the spiritual life, let's turn this over to the spiritual life, okay? Biologically, let's step out of the spiritual life for a second. Biologically, why do you go to sleep? Don't blame the turkey, all right? You'd have to eat something like 11 pounds of turkey, right, to get enough tryptophan to put your, your, your body to sleep, okay? It's not because of the turkey. It's because we eat too much, and your body's like, oh my, I have a lot to do now. And it's all focused right here, right? So what our body does to survive is to direct blood into the process of digestion, which means it pulls blood away from our extremities, including our brain. And so we go to sleep to work on the, the, the serious issue at hand of having eaten like three meals in one meal. All right, now take it into the spiritual life. We do too much, not spiritually. We're doing too much that affects our spirit. We're gorging on things. We're consuming things. And what it does is it pulls energy away from what would keep us alert and awake. So we get drowsy. We get sleepy in the spiritual life. Look at St. Paul tonight. You know the time. It is the hour now for you to awake from sleep. For our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is advanced, the day is at hand. Let us then throw off the works of darkness and put on the armor of light. Know the time. It's time to wake up. It's time to be ready. It's time to be alert and not drowsy. Awake and not asleep. And so we need Advent. The church knows it. The church gives us a whole season to be reminded to wake up, to be alert. Advent comes from the Latin adventus, which comes from the Latin ad venire. Venere means to come, ad means toward. So Advent is a coming toward. Now, first and foremost, the coming of Christ, the one who comes to us. That's what we prepare for, the incarnation, right? And St. Bernard of Clairvaux, he talks about three comings of Christ. The one that happened 2,000 plus years ago when the word became flesh and dwelt among us. Then he points to the final coming of Christ, the one that happens at the end of the age, at the end of time. And then he points us to what is most important and pertinent for us. The coming of Christ that happens in between. The way that Christ comes to us daily. The one who did come, the one who will come, also comes to us right now, each and every day. And that one we need to be awake to. That coming we need to be alert to. If we're asleep, we'll miss him. And then we'll think none of this really matters, except it really matters. So how do we stay awake to that coming of Christ, the one that matters most, the one of him coming to me and to you right now? Well, brothers and sisters, remember John Paul II. We need to train ourselves for that. 
Remember JP2, Advent is a time of intense training, all right? Well, okay, can I just talk to you about training versus trying? Because we can try to have a good Advent or we can train and be trained in this Advent season. Trying, it's applying a bit of effort in an area I want to improve, maybe my spiritual life, and then hoping for the best. I'm going to try, and I know I want to do this thing, and, and I'll hope for the best. The, the problem with it, though, is it doesn't stand up. It doesn't stand. It's not strong enough. We just try, well, then we'll get tired, or we skip a day, or we lose interest and get bored. Or we get stressed out about other things like finals and all the other stuff that's going on in your life. And what we tried at the start of Advent, we just simply skip and all of a sudden it's Christmas Eve. And that's trying. And it's not going to work. Training, my friends, training has a purpose. There is a real purpose when we train for something. It's not just simply trying, it's training. And it has at least three characteristics. One, training is a priority. Two, it's consistent. And three, it has a plan. To train and be trained in Advent, we need to have priority, we need to have consistency, and we have to have a plan. Priority, it has to be important to you. Is your spiritual life, is your preparation for the coming of Christ important? And not just important, is it the most important thing? Is it priority? And brothers and sisters, if it's not, I submit that things need to change. Because that means something else that's not God is ruling your life. Whatever it might be, even good things, like studies and finishing the semester strong. Yeah, that's fine, but it's not God and it's not enough and it should not be your priority. It's a priority, but it should not be the priority. The priority is preparing your heart to be awake to Jesus Christ and his movement in your life now. What's your priority? Do an examination. Consistency. Training is every day. Consistent, consistent, consistent. Show up. Put yourself in a place where God, who's always coming to you, where God can reach you. But if we don't show up, then the graces he wants to give will not be received by us. Not because he isn't giving them, but because we're not here to receive. So make Advent a consistent effort and then you have to have a plan to train you go to the gym you don't just walk in and be like well I think I'll do something but some of us do that I think I'll do something and then we don't get in very good shape so the church gives us a great plan a disciplined plan with specific disciplines Advent I'm wearing purple it's a penitential season in the church. It's not as intense as Lent, but it certainly is penitential. We don't sing the Gloria. 
in Advent. The church is trying to wake us up. That will come back at Christmas. Purple, time of penance. How does the church give us a plan? Three disciplines. Prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. The three main disciplines that the church gives us to train us. Each one, brothers and sisters, commit one thing in each one of those areas in Advent. Because each one is a path of freedom and each one wakes us up. Prayer, we meet God in prayer. We show up and give him a chance to reveal himself, to come to us in our very personal needs. But if we don't go, if we don't make the time, then we miss him. We stay drowsy. We sleep through the spiritual realities. Almsgiving breaks us out of ourselves, opens us to the needs of others. And brothers and sisters, I know at the end of the semester, it becomes really easy to make this all about you, your projects, your tasks, your finals, getting it done. I get it. But that's not the way you're supposed to live. You make it all about you, the only thing that happens is your anxiety goes way up. So don't forget in the midst of the busyness to give, give, and gifts will be given to you. A good measure, shaken down, pouring forth, will be measured out to you. For the measure with which you measure will be measured back to you. Give. Don't forget to give. Almsgiving. And then one that might be very crucial. Fasting. Prayer and almsgiving both break us out of ourselves, but they both require a gift of self. And fasting helps us actually break free so that we can make a gift of ourselves. If we don't have that ability, if we're dominated by our superficial desires, we can't give ourselves. We won't give ourselves because it's all about me. Fasting is us choosing to deny ourselves something, to say no to something so that we can say yes to the greater things, especially the things of God. Don't forget to fast. Choose one thing. Deny yourself that. And watch how God opens up new spiritual powers in your life. Are those things easy? No. But Advent isn't supposed to be easy. It's in a time of intense training that directs us decisively. Hear that again, JP2, one last time. Advent is, so to speak, an intense training that directs us decisively to Jesus. Friends, if we give ourselves intensely and decisively to him this season, if we give ourselves that way, then we won't miss Christ. We won't miss him. We'll be awake to him. And awake to him is the only thing that matters.